Welcome to Ipsy Weird. It just feels like that was meant for Halloween and only for Halloween. That first time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, we'll work on it. Did you buy that synth yet? Yeah, yeah, I, I dropped that two grand. I'm sure. Fucking right away. Yep. Yep, I'm sure. Anyway, go ahead. You had a, you were going to start this? I don't know, I just, there's a lot of things going on in the world. You know, there's a big, the big obvious, big thing going on right now. What's that? I don't know what you're talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, even I, who pays zero attention to world news, I don't know what the fuck's going on. If I know what's going on, I'm pretty sure everybody else knows what's going on. That's probably true. Um, and we're not a place where we talk about what's going on in the world. We're not, right? So we're not going to talk a whole lot about this, but... I mean, the only thing I got to say on it is, God damn it, I, 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 I thought, I thought for sure, 2023, we're going to finally be like, all right, the chip shortage is done. We can get all of the computer chips for all the things. But uh, one of the places, the, the main place that makes the gas to run the lasers, and the lasers used to make the computer chip, um, yeah, they're currently in a mix of stuff right now, and... Uh, that I don't think we're gonna get that available to that gas to get the fucking chips made. So any new cars or computers or anything that needs the fucking those fucking computer chips, there's, there's a certain type of chip. I don't know which Practically one. Practically everything anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's just gonna get even worse. Gas prices are shooting up as well. There's a bunch of other things because a lot of stuff gets produced in that little area and they you know export it all. Mm-hmm. Or and it's just it's gonna screw a lot of people up. Yeah. A lot of people aren't going to be very happy, and uh, that's uh, that's all I got to say on that. Because yeah, we, it's that's that might be a little bit too political for our taste in conversation, but yeah, but there's I, definitely some things that could be said. But I think we'll yeah, it's like, we'll leave that alone. Honestly, I'm too dumb to give my opinion on that situation. Like, I barely know what the fuck's going on. That's fair. Like I I went to work and then somebody was like, "Did you hear what's going on?" I'm like, "The f- what?" So yeah, no, this, this, and that. I'm like, I, I'm going to go read an article real quick. And I went and fucking read a news article. I'm like, well, son of a bitch. Yeah. And then everybody else in the mom's talking about it. Some pretty ballsy stuff has happened, though. Uh, I'll say that. We won't talk about it here, but there has been some pretty ballsy stuff. See, I, that's, I, I don't even, I don't know too much. Because then I, I learned about the, the chip shortage because I listened <laughs> to a different podcast to talk about tech news. And so they brung, it was brought into the tech news there. Because of the chip shortage, like, oh, yeah, because of this happening, and, you know, it's going to affect the tech world in this way, and you're like, son of a bitch. Yep. But uh, moving on from that, you know how I say all the time, I've said it many times on this podcast, that I drive broken pieces of shit vehicles. Correct. All the time. All the time. I go on the side of the road, I'm driving down, I'm like, oh, dude, you got a car for sale in your yard? How much you want for that? I'll give you 80% of your offering price. Sweet, we got a deal. Sweet, I drive it for a week and it starts breaking down. And I gotta start dumping money into it. Yep, yep. You love to buy those money pits. I've been I've been driving those type of vehicles my entire life. Yep. Like my uh, my very first car was a '95 Taurus. I bought it with a blown head gasket, knowing it had a blown head gasket. My dad's like, "Oh, that's an easy fix. We'll get that fixed right away. Easy fix. Sweet. We get the thing. It takes like four months. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because it's not just an easy <laughs> fix, man. You gotta fucking you got like rebore the heads and shit. Yeah, you got to shave. You got to shave down the heads and flush them all out. And make sure everything's smooth. You got to take the whole top half of the engine apart. 
then you had to go to a machine shop because I don't got a mill in my fucking garage. Yeah, right? Like, I don't know how to operate a mill. So I got to go to a machine shop and like, hey, mill that shit down for me. And then they got to pay like 200 bucks to get that shit done. You know, it's not coming out of my pocket. My, my dad and my grandfather are fucking paying for it. And we slap it all together and the trucks and the, the car is overheating still. I'm driving down the road and it just shuts off because it's overheating. And as I'm driving it back to my dad's house, as it's overheating, like what I had to do to make sure it wouldn't stall out is anytime I stopped at a stop sign or a stoplight, I throw it in neutral. It's an automatic. So I put it in neutral and I'd hold the brake and just rev the fucking engine. Yep. And I just keep revving the engine. And I don't know. It, it kept the car from overheating for some reason. If it sat idle, it would just overheat and die. Yeah. Okay. So I, as I'm, I'm going down the road and as I'm, as I'm, uh, Turning into my uh, the road for, to get to my grandparents, it overheats on me. I'm slowing down. It overheats. It dies. I lose my power steering as I'm trying to turn my vehicle, crash it into a tree. Yep. And then I then my dad gave me his old Ranger that I took parts from that car and made that work for like way too long. That Ranger though, that thing, I think tracked. That that Ranger went to Ohio several times. That thing held like ten people in the in the cab alone. For why? Because. Because yeah, the tiny little ranger like this is all like you're the only one that has a vehicle and we're shoving everybody in it. Man, including Kale too. Yeah, his uh, his uh, he's a he's a larger fella. Right. And uh, you get him in there and you're like, we might be able to fit one more person comfortably, but let's get six more in here. Yeah. It happened. It happened. Not legally, but you know, it happened. It worked. Then you throw a couple people in the bed. I feel like I've rode in the bed of that truck a couple times. Um. Yeah, man. And uh, I drove that forever until that completely blew up. It was so bad, like, you couldn't, like, normally you, you start your vehicle, and then you, you can put it in reverse or whatever, You but you you put it right into drive. Automatic, you put it into drive, and you go. That truck wouldn't go and drive. No, drive didn't exist anymore. You had, to, you had to put it in, like, low gear. You had to put it in, like, one or two. Yeah, didn't it lose first gear, so you actually had to put it right in two? No, but, uh, yeah, I think I had, no, I, I, I always put it all the way down to low gear. Okay. And for some reason, that worked. And then, uh, then uh, as you get going, you could you could put it into fucking drive. Oh, yeah, because now it's running third and fourth, and yeah, so I was able to skip a gear somewhere in there or something. I don't know, maybe it was second, but either way, the that stopped working. Yeah, I had to drive you to the hospital on that truck. <laughs> <laughs> that shit sucked. It got to the point where it would only go in reverse. Ugh. Like everything else is broken. It's like this truck only operates backwards. Imagine, imagine I'm taking you to the hospital, like. <laughs> You can't see it. I got my head turned around like I'm driving in reverse. This works better as a visual than it does an audio. But, you know, like, I'm just driving you to fucking the hospital like this. Like, get the fuck out of my way. That was good. I love that truck. Yeah. That truck did some work for me. Yeah, man. That's like the that's like the only truck I actually remember you ever having. Um, I know you've had other trucks since then. I've had two other vehicles since then. In, in, including this one. Um I know this one outside just because I see it all the time anymore. But man, hey, like, you weren't around for when I had the, the green F one fifty. Like I know of it, I just can't remember it. You you driven in it once? Like when you come? I yeah. think I picked you up from the uh, the, airport. the airport. Yeah, yeah, I've been in it a couple of times, but I don't remember it very well. And that thing, like I had a, I had a, I still own that vehicle because I, like, I'm really attached to that F one fifty. Is that your dad's? It's sitting at my dad's house. I'm really, I don't know why, but I'm really attached to it. Okay. I, I don't want to let it go, but it needs so much work. Yeah. It needs all new brake lines, all new like needs like rear shit, front shit, all new electrical. It needs a lot of work. 
it's going to be like thousands and thousands of dollars to get that operating. But I can't let it go for some reason. That's that attachment, I guess, huh? So since uh, that truck needed a lot of work, I bought this truck outside. Bought it for 1200 bucks off of fucking Craigslist. Off of that, was Sh- like, that was like three years ago, though, wasn't it? 2018, 2019? Yeah. So hell, man. And I bought it off the guy knowing that the power steering pump was going to go out. He's like, that power steering pump's about to fail. I'm like, all right, no problem. And I bought it. He, he had it listed for 15 I bought it for 12 because I'm like, and you know, that 300 bucks, it didn't cost me 300 bucks to replace the power steering pump. And it drove fine. Like, I put the new pump in there. I broke a couple of things along the way of replacing the power steering pump. I duct taped those back together. Of course. Yeah, it, which is funny. I mean, my dad went out and bought the, the like, I broke the, uh, where the cable plugs into the, uh, the coil pack. Yep. That snapped off. And it was just like the three bare leads hanging out. And the uh, the plug was fine, but the, the, the three leads were just kind of hanging. And we just bent them straight, put the thing in and wrapped it in duct tape. Yeah, of course. That works. But my dad went and bought the brand new coil pack for us to put the brand new one in there so it's not duct tape. But the duct tape's been holding up for like two years now. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, can't go wrong with duct tape, right? It's like engineer's favorite tool. Duct tape, WD-40. Uh, we also like broke a transmission line and we did a shitty patch job. We used, there was a random hose laying in the in the garage and it was like, is it? I mean, it says a transmission fluid line. I mean, I know that we broke one of the high pressure like metal hoses, but this is a little rubber one. Would we cut it out, bore it out, and we just patched that hose in there? And he's like, that might work. Yeah, okay. It's held. And, and well, I think the transmission acts a little funky, but it 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 held it's holding up. It's holding together. Uh, yeah, that truck. Uh, here's well, here's where we get to the root of the whole story. Uh, I had some issues with the the power steering still goes in and out. There's a, still a leak in there. And the leak, uh, Sean actually discovered where the leak was from like a w- long time ago, a while back. But it's coming from like a certain spot where you can't just replace the little spot where it's leaking. You have to replace that whole like arm bracket thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just like, ah, you know, I just keep dumping fucking fluid in there. You know, every, every, like, every two weeks I got to top it back off. It's expensive. Sometimes you got to buy like a $5 bottle of fluid and fucking keep filling it up. But it drives, it runs. Then uh, I get uh, my brakes are going bad, you know, and I like, I think I told the story where the the brake pad flung out of the fucking tire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like son of a bitch. So I went and bought a whole new rotor and new brake pads and all of that for for that side, and it was running fine. And then it ate through that entire fucking. Um, uh, no, actually, no. The first time I put new pads in it, and then it fucking just. Uh, the brakes were acting bad, so I then uh, bought new pads for both sides, redid them. Then it ate through them like crazy, and that's when it flung out. So I redid that one whole side. But it's been acting up again. Like, my brakes started going kind of bad. I'm like, man, is that really failing again? So it has to be. Like, I've already replaced the fucking the rotor and this and this, and those are all fine. So there's something else in that mechanism that's causing it to fail. I'll get to that later. I, it's driving fine. As soon as it becomes a problem... I'll deal with it. Hopefully it can last till fucking it warms up. And then one day I'm like, you know what? I need to check. Like, I need to check all my fluid levels. You know, be a responsible car person. Let me check my fluid levels. Make sure that transmission hose line is still, make sure my transmission fluid is still good. And this, I go to check the engine oil and it's like coffee, milky color. And you're like, ah, fuck. That means there's cooling in my engine oil, which means there's a either blown head gasket. I cracked the head somewhere. 
it's fucking just it could it could be a number of things. The easiest solution is the fucking gasket. Mm-hmm. But even if it is the gasket, you gotta say like, you gotta take eighty percent of that engine apart to get to it. Yep. You gotta take so much off of it. The way that yeah, engine built, yeah. You gotta get so much off of it to get to it. And then once again, I I already did the gasket things on the the Taurus before, so I've been there and like who knows what machine shops are costing nowadays. It was like two hundred bucks in like. 2009 to do that? 2020? I don't know what a machine shop's going to cost me to fucking yeah. do what I needed to do. So, that that's going on. I'm like, I'll wait till the summer. We'll, we'll fix it then. We'll wait till it warms up. I'll just keep driving this thing. I'm going to just keep driving it till it blows up and hopefully it blows up later. Keep on driving it. Uh, Thursday and Friday driving to work. I, uh... It starts making a real bad knocking noise from the driver's side tire, and that's the that's the tire that is having all the brake problems. Right, the the thing flew out and all that. It's having a real bad. It's like there's a thumping, thump, 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 and then sometimes and it, sometimes it goes away. And you're like, oh, it went away. Then it's like, oh, it's back. Then it goes away. And you're like, and then it's back. And you're like, I I'll do with that in the fucking springtime when it's warmer. It'll be fine. Friday gets even worse and it's louder. I'm driving home from work. I'm like. I don't think this truck's going to last much longer. And then uh, yesterday, I'm going out to a friend's house. She's uh, she's taking me out to dinner. She's like, hey, I finally have some money. You bought so much food and did so much stuff for me. I'm treating you to a nice meal. All right, let me get in my truck. I drive from my parking lot right here. And I just turn down the street. Like, not that far. Like I'm still in the apartment complex. And you just hear this banging. It's no longer a thump. It's a fucking banging. And then when you turn the wheel to the left... It's just going crazy. The brakes are going out. I got no like, no fucking brake pressure, nothing. It's all just fucking critical failing as I'm turning. Then I straighten back out, and it's like, it ain't so bad. But, <laughs> the look on his face. Um, but I, I made the smart decision, and I turned around and parked the truck. Because the only way, the, the best way to get to her house is the highway. Yep. And I'm like, nope. if she lived closer... And I didn't have to get on the highway, I'd probably drive it. But knowing that I was gonna be on the highway doing seventy plus, I'm I'm gonna turn this vehicle around. Yep, probably a good idea. So now I'm in the dilemma of there's so much critically wrong with this truck. It's kind of still cold outside. I don't have as much of an attachment to this vehicle as I do with the green F one fifty. This one I could give two fucks about. I'm not really super attached to this vehicle. And so I'm like you know what, is it worth, do I do I store this one like all my other ones and go buy another junker and park this one next to the green one and start a collection of broken F-150s? Yeah, your grandpa's got room, right? Oh, yeah, no, because not only because not only is my truck there, other people now have the ideas like, oh, I'm going to park all, like, like my cousins or whoever go, oh, uh, Chris can park his truck here, so uh, can I park my broken car here? And then someone else, and he goes, yeah, I guess, and then, Someone else is like, I'm broken my broken car. It's another six broken cars in his fucking yard. Oh, that's terrible. And I'm like, oh, man, I feel bad because I started this because I have my, my, my truck's the first one, and then there's just a line of other broken cars. Now you're going to have another one there. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I'm in the, like, do I sit there and start slowly, like, I got to probably redo the whole front end of the, of the wheels on both sides, the tie rods, the ball joints, the fucking wheel bearings, uh, calibers both sides, redo the rotors and the brakes again, everything. So it sounds like it's all... None of it sounds like it's mechanical, right? Like, engine-wise or... Yeah, the only thing that's wrong with the engine the is there's coolant in the oil. 
So it's all... And my oil pressure is kind of high, and it kind of freaks out on me from time to time. That sucks. Yeah, so, and see, what I was thinking about doing was I was going to go buy a whole new engine for the truck. I was like, I'll do a full engine swap. How much is an engine for that truck? 500 bucks, Detroit. Yeah. I can go get a $500 engine right now. Sweet. All right, let me look up how how difficult is it to pull this engine out. And... You see, you know, you probably got you know unhook or some shit, do like several bolts, have a chain, pull it out. You know, it's gonna be a lot of work, but it shouldn't be. It should be like several bolts and loosen up a couple things, pull it out. Motherfucker, on these trucks, you gotta take the cab off. The whole cab? The engines it won't fit through the engine bay. Oh, it's tough. So you gotta take the whole cab off the truck. That's tough. How do you get that off? You gotta unbolt a lot of shit. <laughs> Oh, no way. So I got to find a way. Like, I have an engine hoist, but now I got to find a way to hoist the fucking cab. cab off and put that somewhere. Then I can get to the engine and pull all that. How much shit we going to break? Now, here's the actual better question. Is it easier to do from underneath? Like, if you... Like obviously, you can't because you don't have the machinery for it. But, you yeah. know, like, shops have the fucking lifts. Yeah, like a hydraulic lift. Maybe. You might be able to pull it out from underneath. I don't know. I mean, you probably have to get the transmission out first and then the engine. Yeah, but... you probably have to pull a lot of shit off. But, uh, so I don't know like, what I was looking at was they're like, yeah, you gotta take the cab off. That's tough. And I could be wrong. Somebody told me this and then I did some Googling. Somebody that knows vehicles told me, you know, on those trucks, you gotta take the cab off. Then I'm looking at other video, uh, like researching online. And it's like, yeah, no, it's the best, the easiest way to do it is take the cab off. And I'm like, how much shit am I going to break in the process of getting the cab off this rusty ass truck? Yeah, that's tough. So tough. a full engine swap doesn't sound like a good idea anymore. Especially with all the other shit you have to do anyway. And then they you're practically replacing the whole vehicle at that point. Yeah, so I got to replace the engine and then I got to redo the whole front end on all the wheels. And I got, I'm like, it's just, it's not worth it. And I'm not that attached to this vehicle. Yeah, except you know what sucks? Think about the sound system you just put in. Oh, you best believe I'm taking that sound system out. Yeah, yeah, but now you have to work to get that out. Think of the tires you just put on that motherfucker. That's the worst part is I just bought fucking tires for that truck. No, you're going to have to keep those goddamn rims, too. And hopefully whatever truck you buy next has the same size goddamn rims. That's why I, that's why I'm looking at F-150s right now. And that's the, the conclusion to this story is I am now in the I have now have to buy another fucking vehicle. And it's do I go side of the road, bang, uh, you know, busted up fucking truck or do I fucking go to I can't go to a dealership. And get one of them brand new cars, or even like a 2017, 2016 car that's $20,000. I got a payment of fucking three eighty five a month. Yeah. I ain't got the money for that. I I just barely have the money for that. If I'm paying the rent here... Because well, you also have to consider, when you finance, you have to have full coverage insurance. Yeah, I got to have full coverage insurance. I got to have this, this. Like, I ain't got, I, I ain't got the money. Yeah. So, I got to go to, a, I got to go to a used lot. Like, a certified, decent used lot that will... Let me finance a vehicle, a cheap vehicle. Yeah. You got to be careful, though, um, with those, like, used lots. Though. I mean, just because it is still a used vehicle. Um, well, that's why, like, not like Joe Blow's fucking I got used vehicles for days lots, but like a like a dealership's used, like, yeah. used lot. You know, where somebody did a trade-in and they, they fucking spruced it up and then fucking they're yeah. reselling the... Sometimes that spruce up really just includes a whole bunch of armor, although... <laughs> That's why I said a certified, like, reputable place, kind of. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. Did you uh, did you look around and see if anything's open today? 
I did not like after after we get done recording, I'm gonna head over to my uh, my dad's, and uh, and this is another fucked up thing. I'm a fucking I'm 30 years old. I don't know how to do dick in this world. Hey man, that's okay. I don't know how to do much either. I went to my mom's for my taxes. We'll get to that later. I uh I went to your mom for my taxes too for many years, (laughs) but like it's just it it seems so dumb that I I have never gone into a dealership or a used car you know. And dealt with that kind of situation. I don't know how to approach those situations. And now I'm a 30-year-old man going to my dad going, Dad, I need help buying a car. You feel like such a fucking worthless piece of trash. Like, fuck, I can't do shit in my life. Well, so the thing about that is we as people learn from experiences. You've never experienced going out and buying a car from a dealership. you spent your whole life buying junk from the side of the road. Yeah, and even those, like, the first two times I had my dad with me to test the vehicle out. Yeah. The third time I did it myself. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The third time, you did it yourself, right? You learned from your experience. But you've never gone to a dealership to buy a car. I've done this a couple of times now at this point. It sucks. It's not fun. Um, Especially when you're not, look, I'm not mechanically inclined, right? I'm just going to, we're just throwing that out there. The only reason I survive in this world mechanically it's because Sean does all my work for me. All right, I hold the flashlight. Uh, sometimes I turn the wrench because I've got the muscle. But I don't, dude, I, I don't know what to listen for when I'm test driving a car either, right? I fucking, I gas it, and I fucking see how well it does shifting and getting up to speed and stuff. But I don't, I don't have this trained ear where I can be like, oh, that, see, you hear that tiny little clicking sound? Yeah, that's not good. What clicking sound? <laughs> Fucking, we were looking at cars when I bought, when I just bought this one two years ago. We were looking at uh, cheaper used lots and stuff. Um, I almost bought a manual because I was going to try and learn how to drive a manual. I would have taught you. And Sean would have taught me too. Hell, this was in Florida. Um, I almost bought this manual. And it was a fucking Beamer too. And it was a decent Beamer. A few years older. As we're looking at it, man, he picks up. I didn't notice this, but he picks up. He's like, this was in a flood. This, this car was flooded. Like, that's why it's being sold right here. The, like, every car on this lot. He's Like, we're looking at all these cars, and he's noticing, like, this is like a salvage yard. They they picked these all up from a from a flood salvage and fixed them up. But these are all flooded vehicles. You don't you don't want this. I'm like, how the fuck do you know this stuff? I can't I can't see that. He's just something about the way it ran, the way it sounded, and the way it looked. He just knew. He knew it had, it had been in flood. So I ended up not getting that, and that's how I ended up. The car I have now... Well, don't get me wrong. I like my car. It's not what I was shopping for. I was not going out looking for this kind of th- this car. It's what I landed on out of a level of desperation of not having a car, having to get to work, and having shit credit. I went to CarMax, who approves everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, that's where I ended up. But all in, dude, between my payment and my insurance, I pay like 500 a month. Oh, that's rough, man. Because my insurance is fucking too. So, you know, and again, my credit was shit at the time, so my interest rate's like fucking 18% on that goddamn thing, and that's terrible. Like, I, whether you know it or not, 18% on a car is terrible. That's literally the max interest rate they can charge for anything that's less than three years old. Oof. Like, because there's like a scale, right? Anything less than three years old, they can only charge 18% um, interest. Anything older than three years, it can go up to something like 32%. But that's why I was like, I need to get, I had to get something newer because I couldn't afford a higher interest rate like that. And I know that 
anything less than three years caps at 18%. So I'm like, I have to get something within this three year period. And I bought it on January 1st, 2020. So it had to be a 2018 because it's three model years. If I'd have bought it on December 31st, it could have been in 2017 and it would have been just a little bit cheaper, but I fucked myself. Yeah. See, so that shit like that. I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't understand. And as I feel silly and dumb, you know, having to go to my dad and be like, dad, you need a, I need, I need your help buying a vehicle from an actual like place. Yeah. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to suck it up and look like an idiot in front of my dad again. I'm like, dad, I don't know how to do this. 30 years old. I don't, I don't know how the world works. Yeah, man. Well, it's because the world sucks anyway. Um, no, it's not. It's not pleasant. Hopefully, you can find something decent. It's not gonna cost. Like when I bought the Escape, um, it was ten years old when I bought it, and I got it for like six grand financed, um, and that cost me one hundred seventy-five a month. Yeah, I don't. Like, also, but like, again, my credit was also not great back then either. So, I think my issue is like, like I can't drive a car. I mean, I can drive a car, but like. I don't like driving small, you know, four door tiny cars. Mm-hmm. And then I'm looking at maybe like an, like an, like an Escape or like an, you know a little bit higher up, a little bit bigger of a vehicle. Those are okay, but I've always driven a truck. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I haul shit. It's not like my job depends on me having a truck. No, but it is nice to have a friend that has a truck. Exactly, I'm the <laughs> friend with the truck. If I am no longer the friend with the truck, I become useless, and they have to go find another friend with the truck. Yeah, man. Look, if you don't have a truck anymore, I'm just gonna stop coming over here. Oh shit, man. I mean, what am I gonna do? What, what's the point of me coming over here if you're not gonna help me get my shit out of storage, man? So, like, I don't. Oh, I just, you know what sucks? If you don't have a truck, man, imagine when you have to move too. I just gotta rent a U-Haul. I know, but that sucks, man. In my experience, recently, renting a U-Haul was garbage. Anyway, continue. Yeah, but this is like, so, and I'm looking at trucks, and like, this is also, maybe I'm biased, I don't know, like, I feel like, it's like there's this brand loyalty shit. Like, I am, like, with everything, like, my, at the, way back in the day, everything had to be Sony. My TV was Sony, my speakers were Sony, my surround sound was Sony. Your PlayStation was Sony. My PlayStation was Sony. <laughs> You know, it's just like my, my entertainment system is my dad had, it, and it's, it's dumb shit. Like, uh, my dad had a Sony TV. It was the big, big old boxy Sony TV, and the speakers were Sony. It was all Sony. So in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, my dad's a smart individual. He bought Sony, so I'm gonna buy Sony because you know, if he's buying it, it has to be good. And then you stick with it, and you get stuck with that like brand loyalty, like Sony. Like, my shit needs to be Sony. Now it's like. My shit needs to be Samsung. Like when he got into like uh, flat screen TVs, like oh, I gotta get a Samsung. Yeah. It's gotta be a Samsung. Yep. Now I don't give a fuck about the TV, but like even like my my drinks, like it's gotta be Coca Cola. You you hand me a Pepsi, I'm slapping you in the face. You want a Pepsi? Go fuck yourself. You know, and everybody can make fun of like oh, Coca Cola's doing this dumb shit. They're trying to make pop drink taste like space. I'm like, yeah. Have you tried it? Fuck no. It's actually decent, man. I'm kind of digging it. I from one person, I got three different examples of what it tasted like. It uh, that's almost that's accurate. Right, go ahead, but go ahead. He's like he he, he said. Uh, he's like some people online are saying it tastes like marshmallows. I'm like I don't want my Coca Cola to taste like marshmallow. And then he's like some some people are saying it tastes like um oh what do you say I can't remember the other one. Uh, and then he's like I think it tastes like Oreos. And I'm like I don't want my Coca Cola tasting like Oreos. Okay, here's what I'm gonna tell you. 
and I have expert opinion on this. I've had two of them, and I have a third one in my fridge. Okay, <laughs> to me, and the, the flavor actually does change as the temperature changes. This is just my opinion. It starts to delve more into like just vanilla Coke by the end of it when it's cold and crisp. You remember Bubble Yum? Like the gum, like the fucking square blocks oh, of gum. The other one was cotton candy, but yes, cotton candy, fucking cotton candy bubble yum. That is what that fucking tastes like. It's got a fucking hint of it. It's not like a the whole thing tastes like cotton candy, but like you drink it and you swallow it, and that flavor that lingers in the back of your throat, you're like, hmm, it tastes like nostalgia. <laughs> uh, but then again, I don't know if I want my Coca Cola tasting like fucking cotton candy. Look, I'm not saying it's better than like cherry Coke. I'm not saying it's better than cherry vanilla Coke. But it's not bad, man. It's pretty decent. I don't be like, well, also, I, I would drink the zero version. Yeah, I haven't tried the zero version. But uh, it's sitting there. It sits right next to the diet. Every morning when I go to work, there's the there's the Diet Coke, there's the uh, there's the Coke Zero, and then there's the Starlight Zero. And I'm like, should I risk it and grab the Starlight Zero for today's drink? Well, they're two for something, right? Like two for three? I don't something. fucking pay attention. Just buy two of them, man. If you hate the Starlight, But that's a waste it. of money. I it's already, a, I already a, know that the Diet Coke is going to be satisfying, so why would I waste two bucks to go buy the other one? Because sometimes in life, wasting $2 on an experience is not a bad thing. It's $2, man. You're not going to miss it that much. I lost $6 yesterday. Like, just out of my pocket. I had $6, and then it wasn't there anymore. <laughs> And I said, where the fuck did it go? And like, yeah, I was bummed about it for a minute. But this was actual physical money that I lost. It wasn't like I bought something. I don't want to talk about physical money I lost. I went to go visit your ass at a fucking Kmart and lost $250. That's true. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that one. I don't want to talk about fucking $6 (laughs) loss. I've never lost that much money. I found my entire paycheck that week. My entire fucking paycheck. I just got paid, cashed my paycheck. Put it in my wallet. I owed you twenty bucks. I met you at Kmart to hand you twenty bucks, and I lost the rest of my paycheck. Did I even get the twenty bucks? You lost it before yeah. that, didn't you? No, I gave you your money. Oh, okay. <laughs> because what is what had happened? Sidetrack, and we'll get back to what I was trying to get to. I went and got my money. I sat in my truck. I took my wallet out of my pants, grabbed your twenty bucks, and instead of putting the wallet back in my pants, I put it on my lap. Oh. And I was chit chatting with the two people in my truck, and then I get out of my truck. It's on my lap. It falls on the floor outside and i go and hand you your money i get back in my truck we drive to go get some pizza and right before we order the pizza i go to reach for my wallet and i ain't got it oh and i'm a motherfucker and i i go back to i go back to kmart and i'm like did anybody turn in a wallet has anybody done this this that nothing and then the two people in the vehicle go well i did see a homeless guy like bend down in front of the truck at, you know right when, after you walked in i'm like Motherfucker, that homeless guy's got my 250 bucks. Oh, that's tough, man. I can't imagine. Like, even now, even now, today. Dude, I was making fucking 740 an hour. Yeah. 7 fucking 40 an hour. Even now, today, if I lost 250 bucks, man, I'd be like devastated. I'd be like fucking crying. <laughs> that was my entire, like, granted, I was only paying like 100 bucks a month to like rent a room out with my friends that I was staying with. So it wasn't bad. It was just like, fuck, I just got my paid. I just got paid. All my money's gone. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, like, the only positive thing about that, like, you get paid weekly, right? So yeah. you're never broke for long, kind of. Yeah, you just got to make another week and then. Yeah. I hate my pay scale right now. I hate getting paid monthly right now. I'm two months into it. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> I'm still getting the grips of it. I'm sure it'll be fine eventually. Yeah, as soon as you balance it all out, know how to balance, you know, but you're spending. Man, for this first couple of months, it is tough. 
but going all the way back to the original yeah. brand loyalty, I've always driven a Ford. Okay. And I don't, it's, and it's like, it feels like, like my grandparents worked for Ford. My dad worked for Ford. My grandparents drive Ford. My dad drives Ford. So I feel like I'm obligated to buy Ford. You know, nobody else, my sister will fucking buy and drive whatever. And everybody else in the family just drives and buys whatever. For some reason, I'm like, it's got to be a Ford. And then when you're looking at trucks, it's, like, it's got to be a Ford F-150. My dad had this 90, like, it was like a 95 Ford F-150 black with the red interior. It looked like shit. We had a six-CD uh, disc changer in the back. <sighs> disc changers. Those were the days. My sister jumped off the back of that one and broke her arm once on it. Like, and then, like, that's why, that's probably why I liked my 96 green F-150. Because it was almost close to his, the truck he had. And he misses that truck. I know he does because he gave it to a friend. And that friend eventually passed away. And uh, it's like, it's, this might sound bad, but because I might not explain it well, but after the friend passed away, he thought that he'd get that truck back. Not like he was like, oh, I'm going to get that truck back. Like, oh, he's dead now. I can have my truck. Not, nothing like that. He no, just assumed that. that the truck would go back to him. And they, he, he, they didn't give it back to him, I think. I could be wrong on that story, but that's what I remember at one point here in this story. And he was kind of bummed. I think he was kind of bummed he didn't get his, his truck back. But... uh yeah, I don't know. I just feel like so like, I feel like I'm stuck buying like Ford F one fifties. And so you know, I'm looking and like I in my head I'm like, I'm not gonna accept anything but a Ford F one fifty. That's what I wanna drive. And it's like that's probably dumb. I should be I should get grab what I can. You know, what's out there, just get it. But for some reason in my head it's like it's I gotta ha- it's gotta be a truck and it's gotta be a Ford truck. I don't need a two fifty, I don't need a diesel, I don't need a dually, I don't need a three fifty. So and then the new Rangers look like dick, and I'm not even trying to buy a new car. And I, I might go with a Ranger. I might go back to a small truck like a Ranger. So it's either going to be a Ranger or an F-150. So those are my two car options I can buy. Yeah. In my head, that's what, that's what I'm stuck on. It's, like, it's got to be one of those. Go with an Exploder. Explo- it's not a truck anymore, but it's an SUV. Yeah. Or give me one of those. But see, I can't even, like, because if I go buy, like, I kind of like the idea of a Bronco. Yeah. But those are like 91, 92. Yep. And that's, they quit making them like '92, so that's still a, that's an old. They ancient. brought them back, man. Fuck the ones that they brought back. I don't know about the fucking the '92s, man. The '91, '92s. Those are uh, those are cool. But then I'm dealing with an old vehicle. Yeah. Again. So like, all right. In a perfect world, where where you're at right now, in a perfect world, what is it year that you're looking for? Like I mean, what what kind of like year range? What kind of? Well, I don't care about dump. the year range. Okay. I just. Uh, Look, it's like, look, if I go drive down the side of the road and I see an 86 on the side of the road for $350 that runs, I'm buying it. You best believe it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, this car is older than me. The fuck, I don't care. But I have, like, looking up online, like, the 2010s look pretty dope. I like the way those kind of look. It's a decent enough year that you should be okay for a little while. Um, they, these, uh, 90, 96 was the last time they made the square body. Like how my how my truck looks, mm-hmm. and ninety seven upwards they went with the round it, and then it was like it's like ninety seven to two thousand four they kept the same body shape, and then two thousand six they they changed it up a little bit, and it's a little different from like two thousand six. I could have those numbers wrong, but they went from like ninety seven to two thousand four. I want to say I could be wrong, and then they changed it up again, and then two thousand ten they changed it again, and then it's like changing slowly, like little bits change here and every fucking year. Yeah. But yeah, no, the 2010 looked all right that I was seeing online. The 2000, there was a couple of 2007s, there was a 2008 that looked okay. 
And then there was a there was a ninety uh, ninety eight that is the exact same as my truck. It had the same white, same long uh, extended cab, uh, extended bed, single cab. But this this time it's a fucking five speed manual. Oof. And I'm like, ooh man, I can get back into a manual. Does it have the same rust patterns too? Almost. Almost. Okay. They're not as bad. <laughs> um. But yeah. I mean, either way, though, man. Once you get over your dad's house today, I, I hope you can figure something out. I mean, I know. Yeah. If I could figure something out today, it's but... convenient, right? Because, well, for like the week to get to work and shit, you'd have to take her and then come home or something like that, right? Or yeah. If uh, if I got to share a vehicle, I mean, I'm waking up. I'm waking up earlier. I got to drive her to work. And I'm driving myself to work. Or if she works later in the day, she's going to have to um, drive you, and drive me, up. and then i got to stand there and wait and figure out a way to get home and shit. And That's tough. I mean, I could say this, right? It's not necessarily ideal. You'd still have to wait. I have Charlie this week, so every day I'm going to be on this side of town about 3.30. I mean, an hour ain't too bad. Yeah. So if that's what it comes to. But I mean, just let me know. My goal is by the end of the week... We're recording this Sunday. This can come out Wednesday. So I'm hoping by the end of this week, I have a vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And it, this is the most frustrating part about all of it. Most frustrating. Like, yeah, I put it on myself. I bought a shitty vehicle. I've been neglecting it and not taking care of it. I should have fixed all this shit. I should have dumped the money into it earlier and got everything taken care of. It's my fault that it's falling apart. You know, it was already a bad vehicle, but I put the time and effort and the money into it early. You know, and when I first saw the problems, I'm like, yeah, no, let's fix it. Yeah, let's fix that. Let's fix that. I wouldn't have these issues now. It's completely my fault. But every fucking time in my life, and it's probably always my fault, as soon as I am ready to move on, change, switch it up, you know, move out, get my life together, get out of this shitty situation, restart, fresh start. You know, I need a fresh start. That's what we're working towards here in May. A couple more months, I'm... Throwing my whole, what I've built for the last seven years, throwing it all in the trash and restarting. Mm -hmm. Every time I get right to the point, really close, like I'm going to do is just, I need to wait for like a couple more months and I'm set. Every fucking time, something stupid in my, in my life happens. Like my truck breaks down, my car explodes, fucking the cat's going to die and I need to pay a thousand dollars to keep it alive or whatever. Mm -hmm. Constantly, every time I get so close to fucking... Going, finally, I can get my life. I can start fresh and try again. Fucking something stupid like this where all my, my, my whatever money I saved is gone. Yeah. And, and that's tough, man. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how you would explain that, right? Because it's, it's just bullshit coincidences. Um, I, I do have one super important question, though, as we're starting to wrap up this topic. One really important question. Did you ever make it out to dinner? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now that's like that's above all. Like that's the most important thing. All right? Fuck your truck. Did you make it out to dinner? Oh yeah, I ate and I, I ordered a I ordered a steak, even though I just got out of my my gout flare up. Because oh, of course. Like oh yeah, my gout just stopped hurting. Let's go eat a steak. Yeah, of course. And they cooked. They I... overcooked it. Oh, I sent that shit back. Well, like uh, the person I was with, they don't they don't like they asked like, when you get sit down like cut into it, and make sure it's cooked right. And she's uncomfortable with that. She doesn't like someone staring at her as she's like cutting her food open. And uh, so she sent him away. And it's fine. I'm like, whatever. And I got mine medium. So if it's if it's overcooked, it's medium well. And I can still eat it. It's fine. But 
I probably shouldn't went medium rare, but I did if, if medium rare, if they undercook it, then it's unedible. Yeah. Well, not un. Well, you don't like it. For me, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to eat it rare. Medium rare is the lowest I'll go, but uh, I got it medium. That's a safe bet. So if it's undercooked, it's medium rare. It's fine with me. If it's overcooked, it's medium well. Cool. And it was medium well. So it was a bummer. It was like, oh man, it's medium well. But I still ate it. Yeah. I ate like I ate half of it. And then I saved the other half because I was going to slice it up and like make a little burrito out of it later. And then when I'm leaving the fucking uh, restaurant, the goddamn wind takes my fucking, my fucking uh, container with the steak in it and just flies it away and drops it on the ground. It busts open my steaks on the floor. No, that's tragic, man. That's the worst part of the whole story. <laughs> And just like, oh, my, my steak's on the floor. Great. Outside, on the road, in the fucking gravel. Listen, man, I had something like that happen the other day. We went to uh, Chipotle for the first time in a while, right? Because I don't mind Chipotle. I hate Chipotle service. Sure, right? Fair enough. Um, <clears throat> fucking every time, and, and it might just be the area, but every time that we try to go to Chipotle, you order ahead for a pickup time of whatever, you name it. You're not getting it for a half hour after that. Like, we ordered for pickup at 710. We got there. A couple minutes early. All right, fine. I go in there, I check. It's not ready yet. Okay, fine. I was there until fucking 735 before I got my food. That's ridiculous. I was sitting inside there for a fucking half hour waiting for my food. Are the people that are inside getting food, are they like... So, I did... Actually, I made this observation. It would have been quicker to go through the line. I just want to say, like, you're sitting there waiting for your online pickup with the people going in and yep. ordering food. It, it Barely. Barely. Albeit. But it would have been quicker going through the line. And I know this because a woman that came in after me and looked for her pickup order that wasn't ready yet, then subsequently got in line, and she was getting her food at the same time as me. <laughs> right? So I was like, this is fucking stupid. And they have a whole... It's not even like the people in line are making the takeout stuff. There's a whole separate table. Making the carryout orders. Why? Why is it taking so long? I, I don't understand. Not staffed enough, not enough people to... It's probably, it's probably understaffed, right? So it's not their fault. Um, the people inside the store, I yeah. should say. It's not the people... The, it's not the workers' fault. Now, I will say, the, the guys cranking out the takeout orders were kind of slow. But, again, probably a staffing thing. I did hear them constantly calling out for more... You know, more rice or more beef or more whatever. Not beef, but like steak or chicken or whatever. Like they're constantly calling out for more of it. And then it took the kitchen a moment to get it to them, right? But still, you know, they are. I'm sure they're understaffed. But like every time I go to Chipotle, man, I ordered it on DoorDash once. I'm never going to order DoorDash Chipotle again. I felt so bad for the driver. Like I understand the driver's responsibility is to, or not the responsibility, it's the driver's choice to take the order. But when they take the order, they don't know they're going to sit at the store, the restaurant for an hour. And That's like, rough. and I respect, she could have dropped the order at any time at that moment. Once they realized it was going to take that long, she could have dropped the order and moved on. But she stuck with it. And like, she was fantastic. I gave her a cash tip when she showed up too, because I couldn't edit the tip on DoorDash. And I felt so bad that this woman had to wait an hour for my food. Like, it wasn't fair to her. So, I just, I hate Chipotle. But the, the point is, we got all the way home, or we finally got the food, and we got home. Ashley's opening her food up and kind of taking it, to, or getting it together and everything, and she dropped it. And she thought she'd lost all of it. Like, she thought it dropped on the floor, 
and and she lost all her food. And she was like devastated because she was already having a rough day. And we waited this long for the food, and then she dropped it on the floor. Fortunately, like I rushed over there. Fortunately, when it fell, it fell folded into the, the, the foil, right? So it just, nothing, none of the food actually hit the floor. She lost one piece of steak. Oh, no. Right? So whatever. But I get it. Like the, the, the way I'm relating to the story is, I get it, man. You lost food, and that sucks. You know, but the, it, it, the wind took it. I watched the wind pick up the container and just float it away for a second and went... Under the ground. So majestic. No, my food. <laughs> oh. Man, that's tough. Man, you've had a rough week, man. No car. Or no bad truck. Lose your leftovers. I mean, what else is new? Um, but, well, in, in my life of terrible things, I mean, not much. Okay, right on. Shit's still terrible. Um, I did pick up Elden Ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elden Ring. Um, it's, uh, it's a Dark Souls game. Yeah, that's and that's my worry about it too. Uh, I have I've only played like maybe an hour of Elden Ring. I've not had a lot of time. I've been dealing with a broken truck and some other bullshit. Well, and you only just downloaded it, what yesterday? Yeah, so I uh, you know I didn't get it release day. I got it a day later. But like, with like, even with like Demon Souls, I was staying earlier like a couple of episodes back or even a few episodes back that I was having a hard time with Demon Souls. But I think I've recently said that I finally found my groove. Mm-hmm. I, I got, like, it took maybe 10 hours of gameplay of Demon Souls for me to get the groove and understand uh, enemy movement and dodging and getting all, all the nuance of that game down. To where now it's it feels like Dark Souls. I can go through the game. And in fact, now that I'm thinking of it, it's easier than Dark Souls. These the, How the bosses operate, they're, they're way smoother than Dark Souls. Uh, this... You know, you uh, uh, Elden Ring. You go through, and it's like, and you 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 I, like, without even looking at like the like the tips on the ground of how to move, how to walk, and the game telling me. The first thing I'm doing is I'm trying all the buttons. I'm like, yep, nope, block's still the same, attack's still the same, that's still the same, that. Yep, nope, squares to drink my, you use my item, or whatever, and then uh, it, it threw me off for a quick second because they added a jump, and on, I'm talking about PlayStation controller here, so. Uh, it's uh, the X button, or I think it's the A button on uh, on Xbox. On yeah. Xbox, that's always been like interact. When you go in to go talk to somebody, you would hit X. When you would uh, go to pick up an item, it's X. It's a triangle now. It's uh, it's triangle now. Yep, everything's triangle now. And like X is the jump, and you're like, so every time I go up to go do something, I hit X, and it's like he, uh, I jump. I'm like, no, I want to pick up this triangle. No, that's new now, man. But like, see, like. But triangle or Y on the Xbox controller was always the, I mean, it was, was kind of useless-ish. Like that, all that button did was let you two-hand your weapon. And so if you're in, like, when you hit Y or whatever and you two-hand your weapon. So I'm like, how do you two-hand your weapon now? Because Y is now allocated to pick up the douche and X is to jump. How do I two-hand my weapon? You hit triangle and uh, R1 at the same time. Oh, that's annoying. So you had to do that to go to two-hand. It's not too bad, but I'm just, it's throwing me off a little bit because I got to fuck, like, every time I go to interact with something, my muscle memory is like X, like, oh, nope, that's, uh, that's jump. Yeah. So, but not only that, so that, that's, that's just the controller issues that over time you'll, you'll retrain yourself to make sure you hit the right buttons. Everything else is still the same, a blocking, parrying, attacking, heart, uh, normal attack, heavy attack, all that's still the same. It's just those buttons are a little flipped from. These jump, there wasn't a jump in, uh. 
in Dark Souls. There's kind of a jump. It's like a running jump. You had to like, hold down, it would be circle, and then uh, I think tap it or something as you, and then you would jump. Or sometimes I think Dark Souls Three put it to R three, but that's that's beside the point. You start off like normal, and I said I've only played an hour, and I'm I guess it's gonna be a little spoilery for like the first small very beginning section. So the very small beginning section. So no story lore spoilers, no real big boss spoilers, just the very opening beginning area. That's what I played. Um, so you, you start off and then you're walking around and it's like teaching how to do some couple things. And then it's like, Hey, look, I mean, you kind of look around like, this looks like it might be a boss arena. Here comes a tutorial boss and it pops down. And you're like tutorial boss. Let's go. Now in demon souls, they set it up where the tutorial boss is meant to kill you. In Bloodborne, they set it up to the first enemy you see is meant to kill you. Uh, Dark Souls 1, it's, it's technically meant to kill you, but then you quickly find a way to get around them. But it's supposed to, like, it's always meant to be like, hey, you get in here, you die, learn from your mistakes, or there's a way to get around it and avoid it until you get... Because Dark Souls 1, it's like, I have no gear. How am I going to fight this thing? Oh, there's a door over there. And you run over to that door. This and then you drop down on that motherfucker from the, the yeah from that, the, the you, you picked up your weapon you killed a couple of things you got your healing item you're like I don't you don't have your healing item yet you're like I don't have I can't heal I don't have like I have my weapons but I can't heal I uh, just started the game and like but when you look at it this this boss is meant to kill you I'm pretty I'm sure like experienced players and people that know Dark Souls mechanics can kill it that's all fine and dandy. But it's meant to kill you. So you go in there, and I'm smacking. I'm like, actually, I'm doing okay damage. It's not great damage. I'm doing okay damage. And it kills you, and you're like, ah, shit. Well, I bet I'm supposed to die. Yep, and there's a cutscene. And you start off, and that's the actual tutorial spot. And it puts you in the area, and it's like, this is how you move around. This is how you do this. And there's a one little person sitting on a chair. And it's like, take the plunge or something, right? And you're like, ah, I'll deal with that later. And then you run past that, and you open up the door, and now you're outside into the world. And then uh, you go, and you, first thing you see, first thing you see when you walk out into the world, it's a little guy over here to your, to your left you can talk to. He, he's kind of your guy to go, hey, you should probably go over there and check that thing out. And you go, right on, man. Thanks for the story progression. I'm going that way. Awesome. The other thing on your right, you see a big old fuck off dude on a horse. And you're like, he looks kind of rough. And you're like, what? He's the very first enemy I have seen. The very first thing in my way. Other than that, what I assumed was the tutorial boss. The little, I forget what his name was, but the very first tutorial that meant to kill you. He's the very first thing I've seen. Very first thing I've seen. I'm going to go walk up to him. You go, do, 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 do. You walk up to him. And then epic music starts playing and a boss bar hits the bottom of the screen. Like, this is the boss. Like, that's the first enemy I've seen. There's been no smaller guys. There's been nothing else. No small little creatures to fight. Nothing. First thing I see is this big fuck off dude. And now you're playing fucking boss music. And there's a boss bar on the bottom of my screen. He's riding a horse. He's kicking my ass. And you like, lost. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. And you're like, fuck. Like, that's the first thing they're throwing you into? Like, I don't, like, this. that's rough. And they're like, well, it's open world. So you can go around them. I'm like, okay. You can go around them. And you start finding some other enemies. Hey, I can kill these guys. Sweet. And then the the new bonfire uh, kind of like 
is like kind of pointing like a little thing like you should head that way because it's open world so you can go anywhere so it's like eh, we're suggesting a route that way and you kind of kind of follow the path and you kill some stuff and you get there and you're like cool and then you go meet up with this person and they go i need you to take me to that thing and you're like all right and then you're going through this and you're like she gives you your horse and you're running through He's like, you can sit there and stop and try to kill everything. But he's like, wait, I got a horse. I can just jump around and run past all these guys. So you run around, jump past all these guys, and get into a building. And then you go, there's a little, there's a little bonfire. I don't, I forget what they're called, but it's a generic bonfire. You sit at that, and then there's a, you go through the thing, and a boss you know, dialogue starts going, and boss music starts playing, and a boss bar pops up. And you're like, oh fuck! All right, this must like, I don't know what the guy on the horse was, but here's the next, here's like. Obviously, I was following this path. The game wanted me to go this way. I skipped a lot of enemies, but this is obviously the next step. Like, this is the progressive game. I'll kill this guy. Nope. No fucking way in hell am I killing that guy. And you're like, the fuck? Like, the, the two bosses I have run into in the first half hour of this game, I cannot beat. Like, am I supposed to sit here and grind all these fucking uh, uh, army dude over here in this little camp? Am I supposed to go kill those ten guys, rest, kill those ten? Hey, the f- like, there's no, feels like there's no progression, like, like, easy progression. It's just like, you can kill these easy dudes and not get a lot of souls, or here's, hey, we threw these two big bosses at you right off the bat, and you're like, fuck, I can't, what am I supposed to do? And then, like, th- I have, unless I missed it, there's, like, nothing, it's like, there's no, oh, you should go try this little, like, cave thing out, and you, but you just stumble across them, like, oh, there's a cave in there. Oh, there's some wolves. Kill the wolves. Oh, those wolves weren't too bad. That one's the alpha wolf. He's a little tougher. Ooh, okay. And then you're going through the cave, and you're like, maybe there's some cool loot at the bottom of this cave. I you know that that was that wasn't too bad of a fight, but it's a little rough. You go into that bottom of the cave, and they're like, oh, there's a dude there. Maybe I talked to him or something. Nope. Boss music starts. Fucking boss bar pops up, and he's fucking just whipping your ass. And you're like, fuck. Okay, don't go in that cave. Oh, there's a bunch of tiny little goblins over here by this cave. Let's go kill those couple goblins. Let's go into that cave. It's dark as shit. I can't see nothing. And there's a bunch of goblins. You fight them all off. You get to the bottom of that cave. Now I know. I'm like, there's going to be a boss fight here. But it's a bunch of little simple goblins. They're two-shotting them. I was kill, kill, done. Kill, kill. That's got to be the first fucking boss. That's got to be the first thing I fight, right? To get a good chunk of souls to level up nicely. Mm-hmm. I go down in there, and two boss bars show up. Oof. I'm like, I got to fight two people at once? And they got a, like, they got a little mob of people? You fucking... I gotta fight off three regular guys and two bosses. Fuck. Where am I supposed to go? <laughs> I followed the storyline and that got me killed. I killed, tried to fight the first boss. That got me killed. I went to two side areas. That got me killed. Where am I supposed to go? You're supposed to take the plunge, man. So I go all the way back. <laughs> all the way back to that. And he's like, take the And I jump down there and it's a tutorial area. And it's like, this is how you block. This is how you parry. Practice your parry. Practice this counterattack stuff. Showing you all the little mechanics of the game. And then it puts you into a, a, a little mini boss arena where like a, a, a guy runs out there and a boss bar shows up. And it's giving you like tactics on how to fight the bosses. And he's like a chump. He's like, you talk, you go, oh, I killed the boss. And then, uh, but experiencing everything I've experienced out there in the world. And going back to that tutorial era, that tutorial area is a fucking joke. That does not prepare you for what's out there. Because I went out there first, and they're like, let me go back to school. 
And school did not that school did not train you to still what the fuck's out there. Okay, but hear me out, right? <clears throat> it sounds intimidating, right? The the you got your ass handed to you. But let me compare this to another very popular you haven't played open world game. Breath of the Wild. I've played Breath of the Wild. You've played three minutes of Breath of the Wild. I played the first tutorial area and got all the fucking seeds and everything That's off stupid. that area. Why? <laughs> I I hundred percent the tutorial area. Yeah, great plateau. Anyway, there are enemies called Lynels, right? They are the hardest enemies in the game, technically. Um, and they range: red main, blue main, fucking silver. The silver ones are the hardest. Or no, well. If you're playing master mode, gold, gold is the hardest. But either way, when you're playing regular, the silver ones are the hardest, right? In the beginning of the game, yeah, you try and go up to them, you're going to get your ass handed to you. Quick. Easy. Over. But by the end of the game, you're stomping them like they're fucking well, ants. Yeah, that's fine. And I understand that. And I understand, like, later you, you're, you're, you have more gear, you have more knowledge. But they, to throw you out there in that big oh, open yeah. world, and you try to, like, like, Souls games are open world, but there's... <clears throat> They're almost linear. Like, when you start Dark Souls 1, you do the tutorial area. Then it throws you in the main world. In that main world, you have three to four locations available to you. The fourth one's available if you've gotten the key as a starting item or started as the thief and get to have the master key. And that opens up way too many more holes. But let's just say you don't have the master key. You have three areas to go to. You talk to the guy, he goes, you need to ring the both bells. There's one up and one down. Yeah, well, there's a staircase here. I'll go down. You go down that staircase, you go, like, well, I mean, there's a path there, and you go there, and there's some ghosts, and you get your ass handed to you by these ghosts. You're like, I don't know how, I, I swung my sword, they went right through them. I don't know how to kill these ghosts. So you go, you start back up, and you die, you're back at the bonfire, and you go, well, there's a graveyard over there. I'll go that way. And you get your ass handed by skeletons. And you're like, well, fuck, that's not the way to go. There's one other option right there. Hey, look, there's a cliff there. And hey, look, that it looks like I'm going up. He said the bell's up, so that's up. So yeah, I gotta go up this cliff, and there's a, and you see some like raggedy old like humanoid figures, and you go smack them, like oh, I can kill those things real easy. That's the way I need to go. You start this game, and you go, big guy right there. That's the first enemy I see. Nope, can't fuck with him. Let's run around him. There's a couple of enemies, I I can take care of those, and you kill those guys in the little camp, and you go check out caves. You die. You go well. I guess I'll progress the story this way because the story's telling me to go this way. You progress the story that way, you die. And like, at no point I'm like, where's the starting area? Where do I first go? You go get good. That's what you do. <laughs> no, but there's got to be like a path. Like, there's got to be like, like there's got to be some kind of like path to take. There's got to be, at least from like, I don't understand. It's an open world. Go do whatever. Do Here's all these things available to you. Sweet. But where's, where, where do I go first? Like, Dark Souls goes, here's this whole open world, go wherever you want. And as you get better with the game, you go, yeah, fuck, I'm not going, I'm taking this back route over here, going here, grabbing this, grabbing that, and I'm going to skip those fucking four bosses and go right to this guy. Makes sense after you know the game. But just starting out, I'm like, I don't know where to go. Like, where do I go? Like, if I, I try following the story, I can't, there's no way I can kill that guy unless I level up. But there's got to be a way, other than me killing these guys, getting a couple hundred souls to kill... Like, and I need like 800 to level up. Like I got to kill eight of those guys to get one level. Now I got to kill nine of those guys to get one level. Now I got to kill 10 of them to get one level. And you're like, there's got to be a path where I can go 
that will lead me to a, a boss that's supposed to be, I'm supposed to fight early to get me the souls or the runes in this game to level up so I can feel like I've got some points in me and I've bulked up. He's like, I've leveled up once. Yeah. I put one point. I've leveled up once. I've updated a stat once. And I'm like, every time I go kill something or I go to explore, I'm like, you know what? It's not worth those 300 souls I have to get back into that boss ring to try to get those souls. They're staying there. Or the runes. Whatever. It's all souls like souls. So he's just like, eh. So I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure I'm just going the wrong way. As soon as I figure it out, I'm like, oh, duh. Fucking right there. Go that way. As soon as I figure that out, or figure out where I'm supposed to go, or is it just right off the bat, kill shit and grind? Is I would it, hope not, man. That's it's tough to get. It can't game, be man. like that. That's just a, such a brutal way to start a game like that. Is nope, just sit there and grind these enemies until you can fi- kill one of these bosses to level up a lot. Although you could say that Souls does have a uh, very dedicated fan base that would probably be willing to do something like that. Well, yeah, but like you, you want. A lot of people to jump and play the game. You don't want you want to just uh, allocate the game just to the fan base you have. You want everybody. You need, people, yeah. you need a mass majority. Because I'm doing something wrong. Like I don't know, and I try not to watch other people play it. I I did I did watch one guy play it. He played like it was he had a 30 minute video, and he got to basically where I got to, and he's like that was Elden Ring. Um, I might do something with this. I might not. And then I watched the streamer that I watched that does all the soul stuff. Of course, he's playing Elden Ring. I only watched his video for the first little chunk. Because I was like, maybe I can get a hint to where to go. Maybe I watch him for a little bit. And as soon as I see what path he took, and how, like, what, like, I'm going to watch to that point, And then I'm going to stop watching and f- finish playing the game. Because as soon as I figure out, oh, I'm supposed to go over here. I missed a line of dialogue somewhere, and that was, and that leads you over here to this thing, and that's the first thing you're supposed to fuck with. As soon as I figure that out, but I was watching his video, and you know he's good at Souls games, but he he did he did the exact same shit as I did. He tried to kill the fucking big horse guy right off the bat; that wasn't working around. Then he uh, started uh, just exploring and got into the caves that I got into, and I'm like, all right, well, and I just kept skipping through, and I'm like. Then I click it apart. I mean, I'm like, I'm not gonna watch. I already know this stuff. I mean, we were, I got to a part and he, it was too far. I'm like, oh shit. Hey, I don't know where he's at. I had to backtrack and I stopped watching. Mm-hmm. But my plan is at some point to like watch his video and see where he goes and where he starts off at and uh, take his path and start there. And then I'll stop watching his video and actually play the game. Try to go in blind, but this beginning part's kicking me. Yeah. It's just like fuck, man. Uh, I, I feel that, man. That's that's why I have a hard time getting into the Souls games, man. I don't like torture. I don't like being tortured into a game, man. I, I, I'm too explorative to get tortured into this game, right? Like, I've put I've put a lot of hours into Horizon since it came out, and I'm not that far into the the main progression of the story, man. I'm like really just getting into the main story anymore. But that's because I'm spending so much time exploring and doing the side stuff and. Opening up the map well, and everything. There's a lot of side stuff to do. I ran into two of them. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Is like, I don't want to be punished for going into those <laughs> side things, right? I want to be able to explore. And if I get myself into shit that I shouldn't be into, I'm going to be like, oh, shit, I shouldn't be there. Go back, go back, go back, go back. Yeah, but as soon as you enter a room with a boss, it puts up a fog wall, and you're kind of stuck in there until yeah. you die or the boss is dead. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to be punished for that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn without dying. 
Yeah, but the, it looks like they added the generic open world mechanics. Like, there's a crafting table, and you can craft your own arrows and your own bombs, and you're going around collecting all these flowers and ingredients and bones. So I, I feel like it, it's it's a, it's an open world game that you would like, but they, they there's also Dark Souls. Yeah, it's 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 an open world Dark Souls, and that's tough. <laughs> like, you know, so I might in time I might check it out, right? But for might now, dabble. I might dabble. Uh, if it goes on a good sale at some point, I don't know if I want to spend what it's like seventy bucks, right? I paid sixty. Okay, well I don't want to pay sixty bucks on a game that's gonna torture me, and I probably won't ever touch again. Um, but if it goes on a good sale, I might be more likely to dabble into it and just be like, hey, you know, I didn't pay too much for this. Could be worth it. Let's check it out. Um, and maybe I like it, maybe I hate it. But then at least it's not like a fucking major risk right so someday when it goes on on sale or something i might check it out or if i see any if i happen to see any any good reviews on it or any gameplay on it or something like that then i might check it out but i mean for now i'm focusing on horizon uh allegedly i heard i saw a report that allegedly god of war might be coming out in june that'd be cool um that's that's pretty much it man yeah, um, that's I had. A, that's assuming I could buy anything in the near future. You'll be all right. Uh, yeah, I had one other thing I wanted to chat chat about, but we're already past the hour mark. I mean, it depends on what you got to chat about. Well, I mean, I had at least ten minutes on it, and I'm not so worried. If you're not so worried, we could go for it. I hate editing long. Like I hate the hour. Like, it takes me an hour and a half to do an hour. Like, edit an hour. Yeah, so you're gonna edit an extra ten minutes, and it's gonna add so much more. It's time. gonna add like another twenty thirty minutes <laughs> to it, man. <laughs> So let's not fuck up the last 10 minutes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, right now, I can, fuck it, whatever. It'll be a longer episode um, that no one will listen to because like, we suck. But, um, you know, uh, Jackass Forges came out. Now, uh, I was going to go see, I was, I was like, you know, I was tempted to go watch it in theaters. You know, your feelings on Jackass 4, the movie? Um, you know, I... Honestly, Jackass was never... I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. I was never, like, the hardcore Jackass fan, right? I watched it. I saw the movies. I don't know if I ever actually saw three. I feel like... I, how old is three? Three was, like, ten-some years ago. Ryan yeah. Ryan Dunn was still alive when three came out, right? Yeah, I think it was, like... It had to be, I think four came out ten years after three, so, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, I, I think I saw three. Um, but I probably saw it, like, one time forever ago. Um... And four came out, and I'm thinking to myself, like, God, these guys are like almost fifty, and they're still doing this. I think that's probably the, the slight charm of it, right? Like, I liked these guys, right? I thought they were funny. Uh, I liked Johnny Knoxville. I've seen other things that Johnny Knoxville was in, other than just Jackass. Um, Steve O's a good personality. He's cleaned up his life a lot, which confuses me a little bit about Steve O. Can you really still do the dumb, crazy shit you're doing? He does it, and have cleaned up your lifestyle like that. It's just, it's confusing to me, right? I mean, I've been watching Steve was podcast and he's not faking or like lying about his sobriety. No, I know. I absolutely and he know. He still that. does that crazy shit. That's what I'm saying is I, I absolutely know he's serious. He's, he's real. He actually did sober up his life and he, he cleaned up his health and everything like that. But you're going to clean up your health to turn around and go fucking destroy your body and jackass. Come on, man. Um, but the only thing I really know about the jackass movie, the jackass four movie is um, they, I'm going to say they shafted Bam, but I know they didn't, like, shaft Bam. Bam shafted himself. Yes. Right? Um, But Bam feels like they shafted him. Um, well, here's my understanding of that situation. He's got, a, he's got addiction problems. Right well, yeah, now. but he signed 
a, uh, a he signed a thing where he's like, you gotta take a drug test like every fucking day, and if you if you test positive for drugs, you're off, you're done. And uh, he, I think he took like he took he has prescription drugs for something or whatever, and uh, but he wasn't on it. He found one randomly laying in his car, and he took it, and then he knew he was gonna fail the test, and so they they got they kicked him off the off the run of the. Who takes random pills in their car? Oh, well, I don't know. He it's... he had like. He was like, his argument was, and I could be wrong. I watched like a thing on it, but his argument was like, I'm prescribed these, you know, I've been prescribed these for years. I take two a day, blah, 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 blah. He didn't have any, he's on the shoot. He's, he signed the thing. He's like, I'm not doing, I can't do any drugs. And then I don't know, whatever the, he found it. He's like, I, he, there's one in my car. I was like, oh shit, there's one in my car and took it. Now, if that were true, I feel like they should be more lenient on it. Leniency on it. If it's a prescribed medication. Um, yeah, I, well, I'm not 100% sure, but then, like, instead of going to go get, like, tested because he knew he was going to fail, he's, like, he sent himself to a, a rehab or something. I, 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 I watched this a couple of days ago. I could be wrong. I don't want to miss, uh, communicate or give misinformation. But then he started arguing, like, what's the fucking, what's the fucking problem? All those movies been made on fucking drugs and alcohol. Yeah. You know? And it's like, well... At some point, you gotta grow up, and like Jackass Four is more like, man, I can't believe these old people are still doing this shit. Like, they're no longer these twenty-year-olds partying and li- living a hardcore like lifestyle. They they've all grown up. Unfortunately, Bam Margera has never grown up and yeah. never needed to grow up because his parents have given him everything he's always wanted. He's been slightly spoiled. He made millions of dollars really young. And good on it, like like I'm not knocking him. Like he he was doing like before like out in California they were doing the Big Brother Jackass stuff. Like before it was Jackass. Mm-hmm. And like that wasn't even like that widely known like widely known yet. In fucking Pennsylvania, he's making the CKY videos. You know, he wanted people to see escape videos, so he would add dumb little stunts in there. So he was doing that separately without the knowledge of the Big Brother stuff in California. And then they they kind of blew in popularity. He he made like a million dollars off fucking CKY or some shit. I mean, it's his brother's band too, so. Yeah, well, just the the the, the band, but like the, the movie he made. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, the movie, he called it like CKY. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the band, but the, the movie, he named the movie CKY. And uh, he, he had a skate shop distributing it or something. And he was getting shafted on the deal, so he had somebody else pick it up, and he made like a million dollars off of it. And that got widely known, and then they noticed down in fucking California, like, hey, look, this shit's like kind of what we were thinking about doing. Let's meet up with them. Let's get him together. And there's this weird guy, this is weird clown down in Florida that's doing some crazy shit. Let's get his ass too, Steve-O. Let's yeah. get his ass too. And that's how Jackass was formed. And But, like, uh, Bam, just like, he, he like... He had some good ideas, and he like didn't touch drugs or didn't do party that hard until, like, from what I remember watching this video, and I said I could be wrong, because the video could be wrong, and I got my source from one thing. I didn't do multiple searching. Um, is uh, he started hanging out with like the band Him, mm-hmm. and they showed him how to like how like rock stars lived and partied, and that's when he started drinking and going nuts, and then losing your best friend. Like makes it you know makes life rough. You're like fuck. That was my like that was my my partner in crime. Or Ryan. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was my partner in crime. Like I did everything. We ran skits by each other. We ran dumb ideas by each other. We were inseparable and now he's gone and then you're already partying and drinking and the party never stops. You've never grown up. You've always just partied, partied, partied. As soon as you learn that lifestyle, you're like, I like it. Yeah. Well, and then, like, so Bam, that's that's what I thought too. Is like Bam, he was fine, right? Essentially, and well, that he, depends on your viewpoint. He was fine, but then the t- when Ryan Dunn died, that, that, that was a big that turning, was point. turning point. But he still life. wasn't good. Like, you can't be, you can't keep partying like that your oh, entire life. I agree. My, the point I'm taking on this is that after Ryan Dunn died, it flipped. That was a turning point in his life where now it went from. He's not just partying because he has fun partying. Now he's doing it to cope. Yep. And that's harder. Like, that's harder to control. Doing, like, getting drunk and getting high and everything is a lot harder to control when you're doing it for a coping mechanism than you are just to have fun. All right, so it became his crutch. It became his way to numb himself from that pain of Ryan Dunn dying. Um, You know, like you said, that was his best friend. He lost his best friend in life. You can look at the same... Like, what happened with Eminem when Proof died? Yeah. He, Eminem started doing all the pills, got fat, got fucking... Yeah. Uh, he, it took him getting, like, overdosing and going to the hospital thinking he was going to die. He's like, I'm dying. This is it. Like, this is the last... This is the last row. I'm dead. Yep. And then coming out of it to clean himself up. Yeah. And look at him now. I mean, he's fucking... Yeah, so it's very... 50 years old and... God, he looks better now than he did ever in his life. Yeah. That beard's weird, though. That beard is fucking weird. <laughs> Somebody grab me some clippers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another point I want to bring up to bring it back to the jackass. I wanted to watch it. MGK's in it. They got MGK as a guest, and they're like, God damn, I don't want to watch it now. now how are you going to have this fucking drug-free jackass and have MGK in there? Are you going to sit here and tell me that MGK is drug-free? I don't think so. And, like, there's two people. There's two people in that, in that, in Jackass 4 that goes, I don't really want to watch it now because I don't like those two people. And that's MGK and Tyler, the Creator. Oh, Tyler the Creator's not so bad. I don't uh, like him. He's a he's a specified taste, right? I think I I like some of his music, but like as yeah. a as a musician, he's not my style. I'm not saying he's bad. He's just not my style. As a content creator, he's okay. Um, I didn't know he made other content than that he's music, comedy skits and stuff. Oh yeah, I don't um, know anything about that. As a person, dude, he's real as fuck. Like he's real. He's not like a he doesn't. He's not a. Uh, he's not just like some bullshitter like MGK is, where he follows trends and stuff. Like, sure. Like I said, I don't know much about him. I just like his music. Like some of it was okay, some of it was not. It's just it, funky, is what it is. And then right? you you hear some stuff from other people, and you're like, ah, yeah. I don't know about I don't know about that guy. Like I, said, I don't know much about him, but those two people, I'm like, ah, like Tyler, Tyler created less of. I'm like, I just, like I was fine, but you get, you put MGK in your movie, I don't think I want to watch it now. Yeah, I mean. It's hit or miss for me, right? I don't like what MGK's become. I still hold on to, I liked MGK before the whole Eminem beef, right? I, I liked his music before he turned pop. Well, like the 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 fucked up thing is, uh, when, uh, we've already stated this before, but I never listened to MGK. Then the kill shot stuff come on, I'm like what the fuck's going on here? And that's how I knew about him. But not only was he he, he was rapping, and then he was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start a beef with Eminem. You know, well, I mean, the, you know, there's more shit to that than I'm going. He's like, his plan was to do it, but he he started to be with Eminem, and then he then real quickly changed his genre of music after all that happened. He might have released one album out after that, but then switched genres to like rocky pop music. And then what, what's like one of the first things he does when he switches genre? He starts 
trying to start beef with Slipknot. Yeah. Now you might not. I'm a I'm a I'm an okay Slipknot fan. I like their old stuff. The new stuff I could give a fuck less about. But like, you gonna start shit with them and talk like old man and mask and like why you like don't fuck with people. Yeah. Like why are you over here? Like you've just gotten to this genre of music. Now you're like I'm gonna start beef with the old guys because. Yeah. Is that your thing now? You're just going to jump into a different genre he's and get sh- your ass smacked by the fucking... He's a shit starter is what he is. I will say this, though. He didn't switch genres after the beef with Eminem. He'd already switched genres by the time he beefed with Eminem. Okay, well, um, I, don't, I don't know these things. Yeah, so. one of the uh, one of the things that really started the beef, before the Kamikaze album, where he uh, ripped out on everybody, including MGK, before that was started, it was the song he did with Tech 9 And yeah. the line in that song was, you think because I wrote a pop pit means I won't pop shit. Sure. Right, so he'd already been doing pop music. Pop me, okay. By that point, um, I don't know what exactly yet, but or anymore, but like he did, he did like the breakup, which was kind of like a pop hit. He did this song with um, what's her name, like Haley Steinfeld or whatever. I don't fucking know her name. She's is he? Every, everybody else knows. Her name. Was he or is he still fucking? He's with Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're engaged. Megan Fox with that toe thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. She can be as hot as she you think she is. That toe thumb ruins all of it. Yeah, but he uh something about him, I don't know, man. I like I said, I used to like him back when he was like he was double XL um freshman class for the rap industry, right? Like he was elected as one of the best up and coming rappers back in like two thousand twelve. That's when I like like that's when I first started learning about him. I learned about MGK back in I think it was two thousand twelve. I was working at Schooner Cove. And he, I liked him then. Like, he had good stuff back then. But then, yeah, as over the years went, he started changing his genre. Very similarly to the way, like, Linkin Park started changing their genre to adapt with times. Um, and the further and further they got, the less into their music I was. It's some kinda... people can do it all right. Some people can, you know, f- go with the flow and kind of keep their style but kind of adapt, like, newer elements. A lot of people don't do it right. MGK was much better as a rapper than he is as a pop star. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, I got one more thing, but, like, I don't even want to be... That's another fucking ten minutes. We're already goddamn... <laughs> you gotta go look for a car, man. I gotta go look for a car, man. It's like, what, what, like we can sit here and talk for fucking... It feels bad cutting it off because I got more shit to say, but... I, uh, I got stuff I was gonna add, too, but it's it is, it's fine. Like, it feels bad that we put ourselves to, like, a timer, and the fact that I don't want to edit the long-ass fucking podcast. Yeah, and it's not... Honestly, I think today... With today, it's not even so much the timer... Um because I don't care about the timer. It's about the other things going on. Yeah, right? we, like, I got some other shit to take care of. You got other stuff to take care of. I got other stuff to take care of. If it were any other day, I wouldn't give a shit that we're already at an hour 20. Right? We could go I on would for, be like, God damn, I got to edit this. Yeah, well, that's true. But we could go on for like another hour. Yeah, I got, I, I got I got, a lot more shit to say. But Maybe well, maybe if it's still relevant, we could pick it up again next week. Or, yeah, maybe. Like, do we ever talk about shit that's relevant? No, not really. So I guess at the same time, we could probably still talk about it next week. Yeah. My, my shit's not going anywhere. So, I mean, <laughs> my shit's going to be the same thing for All the right, next week. I got to go buy a car. So. Yeah, fuck that. You, just not, you, you, I don't know what to tell you, man.